Hey friends, I wanted to drop another quick episode into your feed here and tell you about At The Table ATL. My buddy, Matt Pearl, who you're going to hear from in just a minute, has been putting together these fantastic videos where he sits with a restaurant owner and discusses their background and country of origin, a specific dish that represents their culture, cuisine, and much more. And they're really, really fun. And you know, be it Buford Highway, Suwannee, Norcross, or so many other areas around us, Matt is on a mission to tell the multinational stories of cuisine found around the greater Atlanta area. And I love what he's doing, and I can't wait for you to learn more. So here's a conversation that we had last week. Matt Pearl. Hi. It's great to chat with you. Great to chat with you, Ben. So we're going to do this. Um, we're we're going to do this really fun and quick because I want people to know what you're doing. And um, I can do whatever I want on my show, which yeah. is super fun. And um, I, I really love everything with at the table but i want to get to know you very briefly at, at least as much as we can <laughs> just but, as much as you can stand but yeah then. but but you've been in atlanta for a little while now That's right. and um but you've got some some really cool history yourself so give us like the the quick synopsis and through that i guess the best question to ask you is who cooked for you growing up and what kind of cook was he or she matt i love that question i've been excited to to do this with you because it's a dream come true oh yeah and i'm proud to say that my mother did most of the cooking in our house when I was growing up in East Brunswick, New Jersey, a suburb about an hour outside of New York. And it's funny because I have this segment now that's all about international cuisine, but you'd never expect that based on what my mother would make for us. It was a lot of, uh, you know, turkey meatballs, baked chicken, the basics. But what I think when I look back on that and I try to think, okay, so what did I learn from that? What seeped into my subconscious? I think it was that two things. One, you could have great meals that didn't need to be drenched in sauce or covered in sugar and the natural flavors could thrive on their own. So this idea that, you know, a meal didn't need to be a, a, a corporate or soulless kind of event, that it could just be lovely. And a word that I hate using in my stories, but that I think fits here, it could be nice, just nice. And the other thing that I think I learned from that was that you know, food is more often than not a vehicle for conversation and getting to know other people. And, you know, we just, we had the family dinner every evening and, you know, we only went out to eat about once a week. So, you know, food for me has always been, it's never been a rushed affair. It's always been something you enjoy, something you do with others and something that, uh, that that's, that stayed with me, uh, now into adulthood. Yeah. Well, and it's um, it, it's always fun to see that come out, you know, from from what you know in your past, and then you're bringing that into your present life, and I think you do that really well. And you know, jumping from knowing who you are sure. into what you are creating, being at the table, which is really fun. So if if you don't know, and I might do a terrible job of describing <laughs> this, but but it's a really fun, um, relatively quick segment where you are telling the story of a person and their background through a dish. And you have been how many places now? We just shot our 17th episode. And they are quick because they're built for Instagram first. That was one thing that, uh, and I do want to mention my partner in At The Table ATL is Liza Lucas, who, uh, who couldn't be here with us today, but I want to shout her out because she really runs the social feed for At The Table ATL. And she's tremendous and she is just as enthusiastic as I am about this subject. But when Liza and I were talking about this originally, we were like, what do we, you know, we have this idea for a food concept. We want to showcase the tremendous 
international variety in Atlanta's food scene. And we want to do it in a way where you're not just learning about a new restaurant in town or a new dish, but you also get a sense of what those dishes mean culturally and the connections that those dishes have to their home countries. So we decided on this idea where every episode I try a different dish at a different restaurant that represents a different country in Atlanta's food scene. And I have a giant spreadsheet with every country in the world listed. And so far, I've found about 60 or so that are covered in Atlanta's food scene. We've shot 17, we've published about 15 on Instagram, but there are dozens more to go. And it has been such an enriching segment to work on and to, to watch the audience grow for, because again, it, it is tapping into this idea that it's not just about what you put in your mouth and put in your belly, it's, it's about the experience that results from that and the history behind it. Yeah. And 17 episodes, I mean, it, it might sound like a drop in a bucket, but that's a lot of production. <laughs> that's, I, I know how much work goes into that. I was going to say, you're on episode what now? I don't even know. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Feels like six. Sure. Probably yeah, more yeah. like seven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Maybe feels, eight. Feels like seven. Hmm. But but um, tell me about some of the places that you've been, and then I want to know where we can find everything that you guys yeah. are creating with At The Table. Well, as far as places we've been, it's tough to narrow down which have been our favorites because they've all been unique in their own way. But I, I, I will point out the countries that I think are lesser represented in the food scene. So, you know, we've done pizza, uh, margarita pizza from Veroni Napoli to represent Italy. We've, um, we've covered Vietnamese food. We've covered Thai food. But then there are other restaurants. We just went to a Cambodian restaurant out in Porterdale, Georgia. That's 40 minutes outside of Atlanta. And the full, only- Yeah, in full honesty, you had to tell me where Porterdale <laughs> is because I had never heard of it. I've covered stories in just about every city or town in Metro Atlanta. I didn't know where Porterdale was until we went and shot this, but it's called Bowl of Flame. And it's the only Cambodian restaurant that I could find in Metro Atlanta. And it's 40 miles or 30 miles, but 40 minutes away. And that was fascinating. And it was just in a, a tiny little plaza. And we loved it. You know, he's making combinations. But it was interesting. Like, he talked about lemon pepper sauce and that he puts on his wings and some of his dishes. And he was talking about it with ties to Cambodia in his home. And I'm, and I'm thinking how much lemon pepper is like. <laughs> that's Atlanta, man. Yeah, that's Atlanta. <laughs> so, you know, it, it's those kind of things, the intertwining that we've been seeing throughout. We just went to... Medios up in Sandy Springs, which is, uh, again, I, I think the only, I don't want to say that for sure, but the only Portuguese restaurant that I could find in Atlanta. And again, the beauty of that was, you know, it's easy to paint a country with a broad brush, but the guy who runs it, Emilio, he is from a very specific region in Portugal, one island. And the food they cook on that island is very different from the food they cook in Lisbon. So, you know, hopefully we'll get to the point with At The Table ATL where we have covered every country that there is in Metro Atlanta when it comes to food. But I think there is value beyond that, too. And once we've done that, starting to get regional. So, yeah, we can do Mexican restaurants, but what about a Oaxacan restaurant? You know, ah, Italian yeah. food. I mean, my gosh, there's you could there are dozens of regions in Italy totally. that have their own food palate. So yeah. 
it's, it's the kind of thing that can really extend and, and continue to inform people. Yeah. Well, I think what you guys are doing is so important. And, you know, I mean, I think I told you this a long time ago, but one of my goals is to, to have an interview where I can't actually be the person interviewing someone. I have to have someone <laughs> translating. And I've yeah. seen that you've done that on the show. And it is so fascinating. And I love what you get to, to learn. And, you know, the, the thing that I always stick with here on the Atlanta Foodcast is I... <clears throat> I always want to to give a platform to the people who are making Atlanta the greatest city for eaters, and mm-hmm. you're a part of that, my friend. I appreciate that. Yeah, and so, I want to shout out that restaurant you were talking about. That is a Honduran restaurant called Cafeteria Tia Rosetta. It's up in Roswell, and again, the kind of place that, unless you were looking for it, you might not find it. But it is just delightful, and you know, a restaurant owner that whose English is is sparse at best, but it doesn't need to be great, you know? And right. and the food was delightful. She's serving, like, you know, uh, one thing that we found is that a lot of these restaurant owners, if they're from a country that might be more obscure to the American palate, they, they've kind of had to tailor their menus a little bit and serve foods that might seem, you know, more, quote, similar uh, to the American eye. So she's serving the food of a variety of countries, but it's that Honduran specialty that she made for us, which was like a tortilla, almost like an avocado toast, but on a tortilla and with uh, ground beef and, and egg. It was just delicious. God, and it looked amazing. Those are the kind of things that, that, you know, we've, I've discovered so much and I've been doing stories in Atlanta for 10 years where I would just go to different towns and need to find a place to eat and discover these, you know, what some might call holes in the wall. Yeah and find these great things and that's part of why we're doing what we're doing now but i've discovered so much and it's been fun to see people now start to hear about the project come on up to me and say hey not only do i like what you're doing but i went to this restaurant because we saw it on at the table and it was great and that's happened and and we didn't know if that would happen but it started and and i can't wait for it to happen more yeah well Tell, um, tell everybody where they can actually watch at the table because yes. I know there's a few different ways you can watch it and then we'll make sure that we uh, share all that information with everybody so they can hopefully check out all the cool work <laughs> that you guys are doing. Absolutely. We are primarily on Instagram, first and foremost on Instagram. And uh, the handle is at the table ATL. And we've just started what is uh, currently a very bare bones Facebook page, but that will be building over time. And then on the air... We're a few episodes behind the Instagram feed on the air, but there's a a new piece that runs every Monday in the 5 o'clock news on 11 Alive. And every time one of those runs, we get an infusion of new followers. We get new people who are excited about it. So hopefully, um, you know, for those who are listening, if you find out about us through the Foodcast, let us know and let us know where we should go. If you know a restaurant representing or that's from a country that's not as well represented as it should be in the food scene. I'd love to hear about it because it's been such a blast doing this and we can't wait to continue. Nice. Well, Matt Pearl from At The Table ATL, you're a buddy of mine. Yes. I like what you guys are doing and we'll catch you somewhere uh, like Porterdale or maybe an even more <laughs> remote part of Georgia that we've never heard of. But thanks for stopping by, man. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. If you'd like to learn a little bit more about At The Table and catch up on all of the episodes that are out thus far, follow these guys on Instagram. It's at the table ATL. I know it's a lot, but it's the at symbol and then at the table ATL. And also give Matt a follow. He works for 11 Alive and he is always around Atlanta doing really, really cool things. And his handle is Matt 
Pearl Reports. So thanks for stopping by the show, Matt. We'll see you around. And until next time, friends, thanks for listening to this episode of the Atlanta Foodcast. <laughs>